0: Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. From their awkward middle school years to founding Betches and beyond, get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011.
1: Who allowed you to take my breath away?
0: This is At Betches.
2: This is going to be just like senior year, except for funner.
1: Welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Eileen Drexler. I'm Sammy Sage.
0: And I'm Jordana Abraham. And we're the founders of Betches Media.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, we have to put a caveat before... um, Before we continue with our intro, Jordana, what happened to your She <laughs> <laughs> can't see betches.
0: Can't say betches. So I got uh, lingual braces in yesterday. It's kind of fucked up that they... What are they called specifically? That, that they're, called, they're called breezy braces. They're lingual <laughs> braces. So they're braces that go behind your teeth. So you get a temporary lisp from speaking with them. And the best part about it is that when I tell someone, they immediately start laughing hysterically.
1: Um, <laughs> you already told me, and I'm still effing hysterically.
0: So, yeah, I have a newfound appreciation for my life before this. <laughs> <laughs>
1: there's nothing wrong with a lisp it was it's just funny you know, like you, you just sound like cute like it's you funny. sound cute it's endearing it's just funny yeah. because like you just happened to get the line of welcome to Betches media with yes <laughs> <It's> like, right, <laughs> that's yes. why yes. i started <laughs> laughing and i was like you're gonna you know you're gonna start laughing right now too
0: and i feel a little self-conscious about it but you know what i we we, we could have postponed this recording but i was like fuck it this is real in the spirit of vulnerability <laughs> Here I am. This <laughs> night, you laughing at everything I'm saying. I'm just gonna keep going. Sorry. And um Mike laughs at everything I say too. So it's great. I just like I just I'm really funny these days. I guess I'm just internalizing that. Okay. And I'm use we're, it not we're not laughing. <laughs> not, not this, laughing we're not you. laughing at you like at the all.
1: Situation. It's just like a very like curb situation. Yeah, <laughs> yeah <it is>. Like <laughs> you sound, you sound great and it sounds nor- like you sound like great that's not the funny part it's just the uh, the, the fact that it's happening is funny <laughs> yeah. yeah
0: like the curbness
2: of it yeah okay alien i think it's your turn to read along okay um <laughs>
0: we're <laughs>
2: <laughs> we're already on our fourth episode of the season after returning as the permanent co-hosts of at betches podcast last week we talked about how betches was formed and what the first few years of the company's existence was like
1: in this episode, we're going to talk about our first few years out of college and what it was like living in New York City, New York City, in our early 20s. All right, let's get started. So where where was everybody living after college? I mean, I know, but I'm just asking for the sake of this. <laughs>
2: we're, we're painting a picture. Um, yeah. It took me like two years to move out of um, Roslyn, and then I moved to a little studio walk up on the Upper East Side- that was really cute and I was into it and it was incredibly small, but Aileen lived four blocks away from me.
0: You both had very cute Upper East Side studios. Thank you.
2: Yeah. They were fu- We really decorated them like as if we were... You know, oh, my God, decorators.
1: We, were, we were so like, oh, here, let's buy these like stupid trinkets from One King's Lane as if we could afford <laughs> um, them. jets to art, Aileen. But you're you in your background right now, Sammy, you have that vase I gave you. Yeah, that gold one, which I'm surprised yeah, well, you still
2: have. It's an investment piece.
1: But um, yeah, that apartment, that was a lot. The, I had like that mini fridge, like the fake small fridge, you know, yeah. Um. I once battled a dead cockroach. I battled it for one hour until I realized it was dead the whole time. Um, <laughs> it was just a lot of <laughs> just a lot of uh, ups and downs in that apartment. Oh, oh. Also, I had a gas leak and I ran out of the apartment holding uh, my computer. I remember that.
0: Yeah. And. Um, and then you moved
1: after that. Again. And then I got out of my lease because. I Oh. I'll tell you a really quick story. I was con I I called the gas leak. It was in my apartment. I called 911 and I smelled gas and I called. I was like, what do I do? Do I call the firefighters? And I call my dad, obviously, as you do in your 20s. And he was like, get the fuck out of that apartment if you smell gas. I grabbed my snail bag and my laptop with like had all of my like Betcha's files. And I just in my like pajamas, I ran downstairs and the firefighters showed up and then they told me everything was good. They said it was fine. My super said everything was fine. But I go upstairs the next day. I'm like, it still smells like gas. This is not fixed. And I was right. It wasn't, and I got out of that lease. I almost fucking died. Anyway.
2: Where did you live <laughs> after the gas was still going?
1: Where did I go? Oh, I moved in with a friend, with a roommate. Yes.
0: And I lived with our other friend, Ariel. Hi, Ariel. Um, <laughs> in Murray Hill, the, uh, the place to be for a 22-year-old post-grad, I would say. Um, and we lived together. I had the fake room with the fake wall that went up like three-quarters of the way. And... And you once had your laundry stolen. Oh, we won. Well, yeah, we once had someone break in and like steal our dirty laundry, but not steal any of our valuables. Um, it was a Halloween night and we just we never locked our door. That was like our thing. We were so fun. <laughs> it
1: was such a post. It's such a post college mentality. Well, we never locked yeah. our door
0: in college and then we never. So then well, was, I did. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I never locked our door in college. <laughs>
1: In college, we never locked our door because like we would go to the bars and then we would tell people like to come over for after hours before we even got there. So that by the time we got there, this is extremely safe. So by the time we yeah. got there, there was like a party still happening at our p- apartment. And we were just like, hey, guys,
2: you <laughs> it know, was pretty we great. Were
0: incredibly risk averse people. It was weirder to not know the code to get into our building that we gave out to everyone than it was <laughs> to know it. To- like we code? gave it out to so many people.
1: We practice better personal safety
0: now. <laughs> definitely. Yes. Well, post-burglary, I definitely did.
2: What was Murray Hill Life like? Like, is it is it the stereotype?
0: It definitely is. But, like, I I like that. I mean, I liked it. Also, like, I feel like I had a lot. We had so much fun in college. I was like, yeah, let's do all the things that are, like, kind of like still being in college, being around all the same people. It felt like the transition period between col- after college and, like, doing that like once you moved out of murray hill that was like you were really becoming an adult right <laughs> that's true but what if you never lived there like us if you never lived there then you're still a child <laughs> 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 if you've never been to uh oh i'm trying to think what was the bar Lawrence the towers oh look that was where Windsor i lived Windsor court Windsor Court, oh. or like brother if you've never been to the brother jimmy's in um right. in murray hill, hill then you would I don't know if you can call yourself a full um, millennial. Millennial, yeah. Maybe that's for the better.
1: What was our social life like? We were just kind of extending college the same way, right?
2: Yeah, like, but unhappily. I remember like not (laughs) loving that. Like, I remember just being like so lost at that. Like, just like mentally, like totally at that time, like being so not content. And like the only fun was like the pregame and like the first 15 minutes of being out somewhere. And everything was just sort of like, and when we were working, it wasn't like we we had such um like a clear goal necessarily when we were working either. So like, I remember this as like quite a lost time for myself.
0: I agree. I feel like those first few years after college were like, I we went from like, I thought I knew everything. And like, I feel like we were pretty confident that we knew exactly how the world worked. Like, you're we like, we yes. got this. And then to, oh, mo- oh wow. Like, you don't know anything. You don't have don't any do money. Shit. You don't have any money. Yeah. You don't know anything. And um, you have no idea what's going to happen to you.
1: <laughs> Literally, it was like, <laughs> yeah. it was like a real reality check, like a slap in the face. It's funny because the show yeah.
0: Girls came out like right around then. And yeah. it was like, I mean, we were like a little, we weren't like Greenpoint girls, I would say, but um, <laughs> no, Murray Hill. definitely related generation. Yeah. Yeah.
2: I mean, like, no matter if you're from Brooklyn or from Murray Hill, you deal with the same sort of struggles. I think, I mean, not really because some people have, you know, obviously they're, you know, different struggles than others, but I think like there is a post college readjustment period that is like really destabilizing um as you realize how hard life actually is and how much of it you spend like um like really trying to figure things out and i don't know i feel like it took like a bunch of time it took a it,
1: lo- it took a lot of time to i think it took also a lot of time to like know who you are like who we were as people like like you yeah. said we were lost like I agree. I, th- I felt that way even more so in college. I think afterwards living alone, I, I thought that that where, is where I kind of learned a little bit about who I am just because, you know, when you're alone, everything you do is based on the decisions you make and versus like living with your parents or living with your roommates. So I felt like I grew up a little bit, but I still, the, the, looking back, like still had no idea who I was at that time. And it's pretty amazing to like also like Jernata, you said we thought we knew everything, <laughs> right? which is which
2: is crazy. I feel like it became apparent within the first year of being out of college that actually we didn't know anything <laughs> um, like it, it hit hard like that September.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny. I remember like the the things that we thought were like going to be the things that were going to make us like we were going to like make like there were the signs of like the markers of us like being able to make it we're like not really at all like i remember we went to that premiere of um young Young adult Adult, and that was like very cool and we thought it was like okay we are we're like we're next to us weekly on the red carpet with a paper (laughs) sign and like we (laughs) know what we are doing like before we go home to our parents homes oh, yeah like we are like competent adults like that was really fun
1: also the irony or I don't know if it's the word is right but the movie is young adult and it was literally about how like this Charlize Theron is a not matured person so it was very fitting
2: yeah like if you don't figure that out that's kind of like what you exactly where you, where you end up
0: and i remember we were we were talking to that company and they were going to give us like an exclusive clip and i remember telling like my dad i'm like dad they're going to give us an exclusive <laughs> clip to put on benches <laughs> love this site.com. like all the people are going to be flooding to the website <laughs> we're gonna make so much money like you don't even understand <laughs> he was like okay <laughs>
1: it's hilarious
0: like i really thought that was going to be like what was gonna makeup right
1: but right. It also it was it <laughs> was a sentimental moment we kept those like press <laughs> necklaces yeah. Yeah. and it that it, even though like we laugh about it now it was a it was a cool feeling to be there but that's like definitely what we
2: got right. <laughs> it's like you can't pay your rent in, like exclusive young which is <laughs> like something that was hard to learn
0: or it, like so many people were going to want to go to the website because of that clip like which is i don't know why what made me think that maybe they pitched it to us like that but
2: yeah i feel like we just did not get it like at all but that's okay I, yeah i
1: think it's like sweet the the na- naivete i actually
0: like, <laughs> i feel like i've laughed so much today just generally even seeing, like <laughs> it's mostly because of my list <laughs> no, um. I, I'm, I'm still... <laughs> For an exclusive was a good one. Well, I remember also like living in our parents' houses, and I remember my mom being like, You are waking up very late for someone who was starting this business. (laughs) I was like, You don't understand, mom. Like, all the people we're talking to are in LA, and they don't get up, and like, on our time, it's like noon. you know what's
1: so funny because when you like <laughs> you were, you talk about the way that you what you said to your mom and your dad it does feel very girls-esque like very um what's her name hannah horvath yeah. hannah horvath yeah. like, like right i'm the voice, voice of it, a mom. generation <laughs> voice of my generation a oh oh, generation that was so good that was she's a great writer Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates zippy for my son Lucas. It's so adorable and it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, a.k.a. Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit.
2: Okay, do you have any, like, funny memories with, like, friends or guys or anything from that time? I'm trying to think of some, but well, do you I guys remember, have any?
0: I met a guy at Westway. Do you remember Westway? Yes. Westway was so fun is and that gross. is it still open? No. I, well, I mean, not now, obviously. I, think like, it might I don't think it would have <laughs> been. No, I feel like it was open. Like,
2: it's before. Is that the one in Soho? It was, it's the one that – I have no idea where it is. It's the one that feels sort of, like, almost Studio 15. 54 like it's like, a little speaking,
1: before before you go into your story isn't it strange to see the city oh, as an adult oh. versus what as you were as a kid or younger like the places that you went and then when you pass yes. by them as like a sober adult um you you see and I'm like holy shit this was like the headless horseman like this place right you when know, you see them like, sober or, or sidebar or like all those places that you know i remember i have a memory of one of our friends just being so drunk at sidebar that like we had like she was just like i had to get her in a vestibule of like oh it was just crazy was it me no <laughs> 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 but it's is not it's not the is not a funny part of manhattan like yes. you see it in a different way i even like, remember oh, that's yeah. That
2: place. Yeah. Yes, I know that feeling very well.
0: <laughs> it is weird when you see places you were like a different person when you were there.
1: Exactly. Okay, Jordana. See, so we're going out with a guy in Westway. So
0: I, so I went out. So I met a guy at Westway who's on my phone. Danny Westway. Um, <laughs> and then we were, he had we were going to go on a date, but I, had, I had been babysitting in the Upper West Side because I was babysitting for some extra money before making any money, and so I was walking back from the Upper West Side to save the two dollars um (laughs) from the subway (laughs) to get back to murray hill and i'm like texting and i'm like listening to very soothing music and i'm texting and i'm looking at my phone obviously and i walk straight into one of those trees on the sidewalk (laughs) and i didn't even know there were trees like in manhattan like i didn't even think of that as a thing but i had walked directly into it and like fallen back like (laughs) ricocheted off the tree (laughs) did he see you no, this was like before the date. It was like I was walking home oh. and I was just, like, but like other people on the street were like stopping to like <laughs> ask me was okay. That's nice of that. So I get up and I like, I'm so embarrassed. I'm also like listening to the most soothing music while I walk into this tree, like slam my head <laughs> into the street. So there's, I get home. I'm like in a lot, of, in like a decent amount of pain. And I look in the mirror and I have this like, I have this like country shaped like scar on my head from walking into the street it's like now like on permanently on my head and um i was i was not sure if i should go on the date but i did
2: how would it go was Out the, the date. Date. um well she didn't marry him so well, i didn't
0: marry him i think he was just looking to hook up oh, which i okay. think i did but i probably wanted to date him <laughs> with your <laughs> As With as your, one as guys that you meet at two a.m. at Westway do,
1: um, you've definitely cl- walked walked into other things though, like the stop sign in oh, the in stop the sign. Jersey, Shore. In Jersey Shore. Yeah, <laughs> what did you say? You were She'll telling like off. some guy. You were telling off some guy. Like you're like, I may I may look, I, slutty, said I may dress I-
0: like a slut, but I'm actually really smart. And then I turn around, and <laughs> I walk directly into a street sign, <laughs> <laughs> and all of my friends were laughing. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I was there. I
1: don't think I saw that. You were. You were. Yeah. probably
0: still inside. I was you're, inside. You're like, later than me.
1: Di- yeah, I always stayed out late, and I um, I remember that night specifically because I my my digital camera <laughs> fell into a trash can, and I like dove into it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Did you have to any get pictures of it. <laughs> and and Alexa says like, I turn around and I just see Alien's legs like out of the <laughs> trash can.
0: Oh, my God. Like in um, Mean Girls. <laughs> like, I'm like,
1: like, like the wizard, like from I'm a witch from what's that show? Wizard of Oz um, movie. Just the legs outside of a garbage can. But yeah, the digital camera was was the best. Okay. So Tinder started when we were twenty twelve. It was 2012. Yeah. yeah. I remember that day. It was a pivotal day. Like I remember it too a tea. I was out to brunch with a bunch of friends, like Ariel, aforementioned friend, some of her college friends. Smith. We were at, we were at the Smith, and someone was like, "Hey, have you heard of this app where you just like find people, like guys?" And we were like, "What?" And we all downloaded, and everybody just started swiping at the table, and it was then we so went much home fun. and we're swiping, <laughs> yeah. and swiping, and swiping, and I was so glued to it I was like this is so exciting I remember I was driving back to Roslyn and I was like when I was going through the toll booth I was like swiping (laughs) like I remember so specifically that day and how even like staying in bed just being like oh guys are texting me this is great obviously me boy crazy was like glued to her (laughs) phone
2: Also, it was really fun about twit about Tinder in the beginning was like if you saw someone that you knew on Tinder, that was like incredibly exciting at the time.
0: Yeah, it was like a game. Yeah, it grew like wildfire. You know, what's funny is that like I feel like in the beginning, though, it was like not cool to meet someone on a dating app. And like a net- for a while. But like now it's just like
2: the I don't normal. I mean, That's it's, like I assume. don't think it's
0: uncool at all. It's just like very standard.
2: Yeah.
1: It almost feels like the
0: standard way.
1: It's uncool to have met your partner like I have on JDate on a literal (laughs) desktop computer, (laughs) which which is what Rusty and I did. But I did do like the apps, (laughs) but um, yeah, we met in 2014, so like I literally was using my web browser to find a boyfriend.
0: (laughs) Are young people still on JDate or like like, Match.com? Swipe. They're on J-Swipe. Right.
1: I I always felt like J-Date, the reason why I liked it was because like I felt like people were more serious knowing that like I was swiping when I was paying You have to pay. Yeah, and you have to yeah. pay for it. Like the, the casualness of just swiping and just doing it and it still kind of applies now um, with a lot of apps is that I felt like that was like just more serious and I definitely got some weird dates out of it for sure. But I also met rusty.
2: It's hard to tell like what's a meaningful swipe and what's not. Like who's swiping on the toilet or not? I mean, it doesn't matter if they're on the toilet, it, but who's swiping for love? And it's, and it's yeah, meeting. no, that's exactly yeah. <laughs> the dude right, that's the problem. That's like you might be really serious about your swipe, but
0: who knows? Well, the key is to learn how to be a smart like you know how to like weed out people early. I think. Right?
1: Now, how do you? Should we? Should we? um uh, tell people to listen to you up to find
0: out. <laughs> they, you should listen to you up to find out, but there's a lot of signs that someone's just looking to hook up with you. What's the number one sign? Is I would say a very a number one sign is that they their first message to you is something about your appearance. That's a good oh, sign. Right. Telling you look hot. It's like that's where their head's are at. Which, Interesting. I mean, even if that's where their head's at, usually someone that you want to date that's looking to date you will be like pretending that that's not where their head's at. Right, right. what's
1: another one give us another one
0: if they're talking to you for a while but they're not making a date they're right. looking to like message you late night that'll show you that um, they're not really looking for a date
2: they're just looking at hooks
0: yeah, yeah. which is cool if that's what you're into Yeah,
2: also, also very you're, cool you're entitled to hooks
1: alright so what would be something like maybe we would do differently in our early 20s do you have any regrets?
2: Like, probably the first time I got engaged,
1: maybe. Oh shit! <laughs> I don't I mean, think talk- I Yeah, I don't one. think the audience really story. knows
2: all about this, but you should. Well, I wiped it from my Instagram, obviously.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Wait, let's let's. This is a big story, actually, and I can't believe I kind of forgot about it. But we should definitely <laughs> <Forgot>. talk. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> married with an- to another man now. Right, um, right, right. I well, know, We should I definitely talk. It's actually pretty amazing how easy you can like sort of forget big chunks of your life right right it's pretty yes. like it's just it's a it's and then the things that you do remember might feel so vivid like the day tinder started
0: it's just kind of like i'm sure sammy remembers her first engagement better than yeah. we do i'm sure sammy <laughs>
1: yeah. does right okay fine. i don't remember the day sammy joined tinder you're right okay so sammy <laughs> let's
0: save that for next week We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with BASE, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with BASE. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. BASE is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's BEISTravel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years. And I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com Betches.
1: Let's do an email. Let's do okay. it.
0: I'm not going to read it for the obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Now it's time for the Dear Betches listener email of the week brought to you by firm. Shopping is a lot less stressful when you've got a firm on your side with no late fees or hidden charges. A firm tells you exactly how much you'll owe and when you'll be done paying. So you can make the perfect purchase today with no gotchas tomorrow. So the subject of our email this week is about picking up and moving to a big city when you don't know anyone there.
1: You can submit your questions to podcast at betches.com. Sammy, do you want to read
2: this email? Hi Betches, <laughs> long time listener since the Betch slap days. So it's great to hear all three of you back together again. Anyway, you asked for email submission. So I thought I'd send one in about my current predicament and see if you could help. I'm 26 and still living in my hometown of Ann Arbor, Michigan. I've lived here my whole life and even went to college at U of M. So I've never really lived anywhere else. After college, I moved back in with my parents for a couple of years and then finally found a place with my current roommates. Two years ago, I met my now boyfriend and we were thinking about moving in together during the pandemic, but have been waiting for the lease to end this year. In the meantime, he got an amazing offer for a new position at his company's headquarters in New York City starting this summer. I was thrilled when he asked me to come with him, but I'm also terrified of the prospect of having no job, no friends, and no life in a new location. I basically lived in the same neighborhood my whole life, so it would be a major change for me to pick up and move to NYC. But I also don't want to lose him, and the idea of living in New York has always appealed to me. Sex and the City is my all-time favorite show, after all. So here's my question. Where do I even start? I've already started looking for jobs and I've gotten a few promising responses, so I'm not as worried about that part. But what about the other stuff? How does somebody even move to a new city? Where should I live in? How do I find an apartment? How do you even get groceries or get around? Is the subway as dangerous as everyone says? And, And more importantly, how do I make new friends? I'm leaving everything behind and any advice would help. Thanks so much and keep up the good work. Sincerely, new in the city, Betch. Do you feel like this girl like wants us to be like, you
0: could be our friend? <laughs> um, I hope not. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, just I'm kidding, moving to are. the suburbs, so it's too late. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, well,
2: well, okay. Some of these are technical questions.
1: Yeah, the subway isn't dangerous.
0: Well, first of all, I would say definitely go because like this sounds like a good adventure. You don't have anything to lose, really. You can always go home and like, you know, I wish I lived somewhere else besides New York for a little bit so that I could like come home. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no, either way, because I've only really lived here. So I would say first up, I get it would be totally scary, but she's got this boyfriend and yeah. at least she has someone like to definitely to be there with. And like, I think it's, it's really important to put yourself in uncomfortable situations because even if they don't work out, you'll learn a lot about yourself from them. So I think she should definitely go. Do you guys agree?
2: Oh yeah. That's like not even a question. I feel like it's not as, as scary. I think as um it's definitely hard, but like, it's not like, it's not that crazy. Like, you
1: know what I mean? Like I could see why the city might feel very overwhelming. It's huge, the yeah. the, the buildings are big, it's slightly dirty. <laughs> you need an apartment. I could see why it's daunting, it's scary. New York City like has this reputation of like kind of not being the nicest, most welcoming place, like New Yorkers in their sunglasses dressed all black, like saying fuck you I could see why it feels scary but I really think it's actually not that scary you you will find your like community when you move there and um did she say she's working in New? well
2: so she is trying to get a job one okay I I would first try to make friends with the people at your job maybe your boyfriend at his job will have friends from there maybe he has like women in his office, you could become friends with, or maybe guys in his office also have partner. Like who knows? Like, I think as long as you start with connections, which often starts with work, or maybe you like, know. maybe you have a friend who knows someone there who also moved there who you don't realize. And maybe you want to connect. I mean, I think it's like with making friends in a new place, it's a lot of trial and error. Cause the chances are, you're not going to like click with the first person you encounter. So you have to like, Say Yes to a lot of like shitty coffee dates probably or drinks that, you know, might be fun might go nowhere Uh, It's like dating but for friends. Um, and the truth is you don't need like that many friends You don't need like 10 friends. You really only need like a few really good friends that you like a lot I think to then like really get started and have like also
1: okay if it doesn't happen right away I feel like a lot of people put pressure on themselves to make friends fast And like just making one good friend in your first long period of time is like totally enough and okay. Then maybe you'll meet somebody else. And the, the, you would definitely have to, there's a difference between putting yourself out there versus forcing it. Mm -hmm. Um, but in terms of let's cover some of these logistical questions, like how do you even get groceries? You walk to the grocery store, (laughs) you get the groceries because guess what? There's shit. There's resources of, food and like every corner of where you live basically. Like you can get groceries at CVS, really.
2: Here's here's the thing about New York. Like all the things that you're asking logistically, those are probably easier than wherever you're coming from because New York has everything and it can be delivered on demand. Like you could you could get groceries delivered like through Instacart. Like there you could do so there's so many like those questions are are the easiest questions like right because ultimately everything's available to you here there's so many things right. to do it's not like how am I going to keep myself occupied like there's plenty of things totally to do
0: the city is a pretty pretty good infrastructure there's like eight million people here they've it, already figured it out
2: <laughs> right like the like the subway <laughs> you will figure it out like you really will I promise where should you live and how do you find an apartment where do you live I can't tell you that because I don't know like what kind of vibe you want, what your budget is, Where what's close to work. But the way you find an apartment is by looking on streeteasy.com. <laughs> and, Literally. Um, yeah. And looking at like the neighborhood you want. Um,
1: and ask people that you might know who live in the city or friends of friends who live in the city to get sort of a down low <laughs> of e-
2: of the different neighborhoods. You could probably even Google like what are the different neighborhoods like in New York city and read all different things. And you'll get a vibe, like research it the way you'd research, maybe like where to go on vacation, you know, there
1: might also be some good Facebook groups for people. Totally. Um, so check that out, but good luck. I think the, the friend thing is probably finding a job is the hardest. <laughs> finding friends is the hardest. Everything else you'll figure out, figure out, and you have your boyfriend with you. So
2: you'll be good. They're not alone. We promise. Good luck. Thanks again to new in the city batch. We hope you found that helpful. But if you were looking for really good advice, try a firm the next time you go shopping with a firm, you can pay over time at thousands of stores. like the real, real David Yurman, Adidas, Alison, Olivia, StockX, Rebag, Dyson hair, and more. Whether you're shopping for one big ticket item or a few wishlist purchases, a firm gives you a smarter and more transparent alternative to your credit card. Visit Affirm.com slash Betches to shop the latest in electronics, fashion, and more. Then pick the payment plan that works best for you. Aileen, we know by now that you've used Affirm to purchase your Peloton, right?
1: Uh, Yeah, I did. And it was so easy to use. I know exactly how much I owe and when I'll be done paying. Um, You should definitely try Affirm for yourself. So head to Affirm.com slash Betches to get started today. That's Affirm.com slash Betches or download the free Affirm app for eligible customers. only.
0: Access to thousands of styles from more than four hundred brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to five X, as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at ninety eight dollars a month for any six styles. But right now you can get twenty dollars off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches twenty. Just go to n u u l y dot com. That's Newly with two U's. And enter the code Betches twenty and sign up to get twenty dollars off your first month. That's n u u l y dot com newly with two u's and use code Betches twenty. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes.
1: I'm Betches co-founder Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket, jean jacket from Lee. And I got their button-down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button-down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come Apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western, Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off white, but it has this blue stitching. And it's like, I'm gonna wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting Lee.com. that's L-E-E dot com, that's L-E-E dot com, to shop spring looks now.
0: Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Now we're going to play a game called Betch in the City. It's a never have I ever style game all about the most common and cliche things people are known to do when they come to New York.
1: For those of you who've never played Never Have I Ever, here is how it works. We'll take turns sharing something we've never done that we think most people have done. Then if you've done that thing, you get a point. Whoever has the most points at the end is the most experienced New Yorker.
2: Interesting. So our favorite game maker, Dana, had us compile a list of things we've never done. And she even sent in one of her own to help get started. She said, never have I ever used a promoter or finance bro to get bottle service. We get a point if we've done it. Yeah. we've.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, we've
2: definitely done that. Yeah, we've done it. Okay, Okay. so we all get a point. Okay, so I'll do the first one. Never have I ever taken a picture in front of the Friends building or Carrie Bradshaw's apartment. Oh, I've done that. Obviously. okay. I love Friends. (laughs) You get a point. Have you done it, Jordana? No, I haven't done that. Me either. I okay. haven't
1: seen Carrie Bradshaw's apartment. We're taking a picture. You probably walked by it. I've taken a picture
2: of the Friends building. Okay, so you have two points and Jordana and I have one point. Okay.
0: Never have I ever given a fake number to someone at a bar. Like, definitely. I have not done that. <laughs> hey Aileen. <laughs> this is the most experienced person. Three.
1: Like, 100%. I think it's funny. <laughs> Tell the story. I really, I I really don't have like a specific story. I probably like some guy was like, "Oh, hey, you wanna? Can I get your number?" And I was probably like, "Yeah, sure," because I wanted to stop talking to them, but I wanted to stay at the bar, so I (laughs) just gave him like probably like Ariel's number. (laughs) <laughs> I don't know whose number. I definitely
2: gave him a fake number,
1: but it was okay. at the time, at the time they weren't like here, let me text you to make sure it's real. You know, I just like left right after that.
2: Okay. Okay. So you have three and Jordan and I have zero, One.
1: Okay. Never have I ever been to see Hamilton in person.
0: I have, I have. So I have, you, we have two. Each.
2: You bitches.
1: I bought Hamilton tickets for Rusty surprise. But I, I have felt very, very confident that he, he can go because it wasn't up. We have a shared calendar and it, another, it was a free weekend. And then I, I present them to him and I was so excited. And he's like, oh, shit, I have his friend's bachelor party. And I'm like, I never let him forget that I had to sell the tickets.
2: <laughs> very upsetting. <laughs>
1: upsetting. So I, had, so I just saw Hamilton for the first time when it was on Disney Plus, like this summer. And I can't stop singing it so well, good
0: at least you saw the one with lin-manuel miranda i i didn't see the didn't? one with him in it no it's too no. late
1: The the i really liked it on on the screen because you can see the actors otherwise i would have been really yeah, far it's,
0: it's almost better i think on the screen
2: anyway okay i have three points you guys have two okay
0: okay never have i ever gone to the
2: top of the empire state building and or 30 rock
0: i haven't done that either I don't
2: think I've gone to all so the we've all top. never but we've so had been gone meetings. to the top
0: of 30 rock but I've been inside
2: yeah. of it yeah no yeah. this is like you went there for the, oh, the the no I feel
1: like I probably have been in empire stable building but it could have been like any building so probably not
0: <laughs> it's funny because she's like this is the list to see who's the most experienced New Yorker and I actually feel like most real New Yorkers haven't done any have of the not shit.
2: been there <laughs> okay 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 <laughs> next one
0: okay never have I ever taken the Staten Island Ferry Never, never, never. Okay, all no, no. Was-
1: okay, yeah. never had I ever um, had a meal at Per se.
2: Never,
0: never.
1: Is Per se also the one from American Psycho or which what restaurant I was that? I think it
2: is. No, no, I mean, it might have been mentioned, but that is Dorcia.
1: Dorcia, Dorcia. Oh, I gotta watch that. Was Per se
2: like, from
0: on. Sex in the City? I don't know.
1: It's just like supposed to be like the, yeah. the most iconic New York City expensive restaurant, but like overrated
2: <laughs> Sammy never have I ever been to a strip club or mail review
0: I mean I have but not in New York City yeah same I have but not in New York so I'm gonna give our, I'm gonna give ourselves a point for that
1: okay yeah we went in um right. where did we go we went in Vegas no we
0: I went, went in, in Vegas
1: yeah I went in Vegas a mail review is like a Chippendales thing I think I've definitely been to Chippendales
0: yeah I've been a couple. I had my birthday at Chippendales. I think I, I had my,
1: <laughs> my birthday. Yeah, you at had Chippendales. a birthday like
0: almost <laughs> in high school. I think at like one of those.
1: Oh god, that's embarrassing. All right. Um. Okay. Go.
0: Never have I ever seen the Times Square ball drop in person. Never. Never. So cold. <laughs> <laughs> Crowded. That sounds like a literal nightmare to me. <laughs> you couldn't pay me to do that. <laughs> you can pay me, but like a lot of money.
1: I don't like crowds. <laughs> um, Time you Square. Times Square. Times um, Square. You know, I mean, I feel like it's cool when it's so bright and you're driving through it. Yeah. But um, you need to be getting
2: out of it quickly. I yeah. really
1: like Penn Station is rough, but I think they've redone it really nicely recently.
0: They have. And- Would you date someone who lives there in Penn Station? No, in <laughs> <laughs> Times Square. Like in the heart of Times Square, if he were perfect otherwise, maybe everything else is perfect. You're okay. Okay. Yeah.
2: Yeah,
1: If everything else is perfect, then he just happens to, (laughs) because a lot of people actually work at like one Penn Plaza and they just live. I guess that's also like not close though. That's like 30. Penn Plaza is not Times Square. It's Penn. No, that's not Times, Times Square. Right. No, Times Square, like they're living in the heart of like Broadway. What if they're a Broadway actor? They can work there, not live there. So <laughs> they work at like Bubba Gum Shrimp. Um, yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> sure.
2: I don't think that place is open anymore, is it?
1: Uh, yeah, it is. It's an institution. It? <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Times Square is really fun for Broadway. A hundred percent. I love Times Square for Broadway. But, you know, to live and to casually peruse, not so fun. Okay, last one. Never have I ever attended the Macy's Thanksgiving Day
2: Parade. Never,
0: no. never. Nightmare. Also,
2: I once was near the floats because my um, apartment was near where it like started, but I would not say that I attended it.
1: I once attended attended the Columbus Day Parade accidentally. And I saw Bill de Blasio when he was first elected, like, oh, you know, being really tall and like waving at people. And I was like, oh, he's the new guy. <laughs> that was a really long time ago.
0: I once had a Thanksgiving Eve situation where I wound up sleeping in the city and had to get back on Thanksgiving, which you could not do because of that fucking parade was like <laughs> blocking off every single street and you had to get back to Long Island. And that was a nightmare. Wow. Do you remember Thanksgiving Eve in the city? Yes. Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving Eve was Eve like a fun. thing.
1: You go out Thanksgiving yeah. Eve. Oh, and you didn't make it back on the 315?
0: No, I stayed Remind the night you. in the city.
1: Oh, um,
0: okay. Does oh, Mike
1: hear you right now?
2: <laughs> <laughs> next to me. It's okay. okay is- how many points do we have? So I have two points. Okay. I have three. I'm the least experienced New Yorker, or the most, you could argue. I think I'm
1: just the most cliche New Yorker. Let's just call it that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, there.
0: You're the most touristy New Yorker.
2: I am. You win. <laughs>
0: And so that is it for
2: the fourth episode of this season of At Betches. We will be back next week. And in the next episode,
1: we will be talking all about our mid-20s and revealing everything we would have done differently. And we're going to, Sammy's going to tell the story of her first engagement.
2: Yes.
0: In the meantime, check out Betches.com and be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the
2: At Betches podcast on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to the show. Follow me at Sammy.
0: Follow me at Jordana Abraham.
1: And follow me at a and of course follow at betches if you don't already on instagram send your advice emails to podcast at betches.com and until next time this has been the at betches podcast
0: at betches is produced by sean kilby jorge morales pico and dana samuel editing by sean kilby and stacy wong be sure to follow at betches on instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com Betches.